1: Welcome to the Team Selection Podcast on the AFL Ratings Network. My name is Pete, and I go by the name for AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. Welcome to co-host and Seven Purse Ryan Daniels. G'day, Ryano. G'day, Pete. How we doing? Let's get into it here. So, round ten upcoming for the AFL season. Uh, key notable plays to discuss and probably a pretty clean week for me, Uh, so let's get on to Friday night Scott Lysett in, replacing Bryn Teekle, which is interesting and that could mean uh, Finlayson plays majority forward tomorrow night against Melbourne, with Ollie Lord there as key forwards
0: Yeah, I was surprised Uh, I thought tickle has been okay, hasn't been a star but they've been winning a lot of games since they made that change, so Mm. I was pretty shocked that Lysett made his way back into the Team. It might be a match-up thing when you look at the size of Max Gorn and Brodie Grundy. It might be a bit too much to ask a young, skinny kid to uh, go up against those two beasts. Um, so, yeah, that was the interesting switch for me, and I think you're right. It's a, it's a good role for uh, Ollie Lord um, and Finn Layson, who from time to time can, can go pretty big.
1: On to Melbourne. So Tom Sparrow to miss, uh, while Christian Salem returns for Melbourne. Uh, so he's been named and that could actually mean Angus Brayshaw returns to the midfielder
0: yeah there's a lot of implications of the Salem inclusion right so there's
1: Rivers there's
0: Bowie Bowie, um, there's a number of dudes who are impacted by Salem's arrival Brayshaw probably the number one guy Uh, and at the start of the year everyone was pretty keen to have Salem in their team before he started breaking down so uh, it's going to be a fascinating watch for me. Salem hasn't really been that guy in fantasy for quite a while. Um, he had that one breakout year where we were all like, yes, this is a guy. Uh, but last year he was hindered by injury and he hasn't even fired a shot this year because of a number of things. So that's the big watch for me. What does it do to all those guys? I think it probably hurts Bowie and Rivers the most um, and almost renders them insignificant, but hopefully not, we'll see.
1: On to North Melbourne here, and they got uh, hit with a stack of injuries last week. So in comes Aaron Hall, Will Phillips, and Tom Powell, just to name a few, while uh, George Wardlaw makes his AFL debut. Uh, Luke Davis-Uniaki, uh, the main fantasy out here, and he's so long with a hamstring injury. Yeah,
0: that's a decent one. So if you got him, you've got to trade him. Wardlaw's um, great. Um, I looked at him pretty closely this week. He's very expensive for a first-year Player nearly three hundred grand. That's a lot to ask, given the high draft pick he was. That's why the price is attached. So it's pretty hard to,
1: to downgrade to a award law. What's your approach with him? Yeah, so uh, I was really keen on him. i still pretty much am, but looking at the ins for North Melbourne, you get Will Phillips as an inside mid and Tom Powell there as well. It might be too many mids coming in uh, and trying to sort of uh, trying to grab some inside midfield and centre bounce uh, usage there. So and the other thing that Obviously, with a first-year player, and he had an interrupted uh, pre-season. He's built his way into there, into the season so far. Is that you know he might be on limited minutes there as well. So yeah, it's a bit of a watch. Like I'm really bullish on what he can do long-term. His fantasy, score, fantasy scores should be pretty solid. I think there's upside in his current salary there as well, even though it is an elevated price. I am keen, uh, but maybe just one to think about uh, with so many mids coming into that team for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. The other one there to look at is Aaron Hall, who um, gets back in because of all those outs. Um, does it impact Zeeble? Does it impact Sheezle? Does it impact Luke McDonald? Um, it's another one of those trickle-down ones. But you get the feeling that Hall, um, they know what he can do, even when he does it. You know, they don't love it. I mean, he had 30 a couple of weeks ago and got dropped. So I don't know if this is going to be a long-term thing, but... Um, Particularly with Clarkson out, we might see a different-looking North for a couple of weeks yes. uh, in terms of the way they move the ball. Uh, that's another thing to keep an eye on. But, yeah, it's, it's, they're going to be a fascinating team for the rest of the year, North. A lot of opportunity.
1: Yeah, and with Clarkson out there as well, you know, we get Brad Braddon looking at the team and he might actually, the one that I'm thinking about, it could be... Uh, manipulated the most with regards to the role is man because we know he's an elite forward there as well, so it might be Ratton the one to pull the trigger forward, especially with Aaron Hall coming into that team, so yeah, it's one to watch out. Uh, obviously, he's high ownership, Harry Schiesel, so uh, everyone gets stung if he does get moved forward, so I don't think there's a, a move there to be made, but yeah, just keep an eye out for that one, obviously, any positional changes there as well with regards to what Ratton does. Uh, so the next one here, so let's move across to Freeman. Also, Nat Five named in the 20th, Two, while Neil Erasmus managed out of the 23 this week Critical game for Fremantle this week uh, With Melbourne coming up next week And a tough stretch ahead for the Dockers there as well
0: Yeah, it, it is uh, Five backs, uh, massive uh, I spoke to him today He's going to play a mix of 50-50 forward and mid hmm. Which is interesting um, Because he's on the radar a little bit In a, in a bunch of different formats um yeah, so I, I'm pretty intrigued to see how he goes with a full game. Geelong's missing Mitch Duncan, as you'll get to in a second, and a couple other senior players. So having Fife's big body in there for a full game is going to be a win for them. Um, Matt, I reckon Matt Johnson's going to be the sub. A lot of people will be interested in him because some brought him in. Um, I think they're going to try to manage Erasmus, and I think maybe they were pretty happy with Matt Johnson before he got suspended. Yeah. So I think they... Teams like to reward guys coming back off that. They don't want to penalise his toughness, even though it was something that got him suspended. So I, I'd be thinking that he will be the guy who gets named sub.
1: Yeah, and the other one I just wanted to ask you there is, obviously Nat Fife was the sub for a couple of weeks there. So a little bit more increased uh, time for Fife as we expect he's been named in the 22. Uh, is a possibility with no injuries that he's the sub coming out of that game early?
0: Yeah, uh, look, it's possible. He said today that like the, the, the minutes will be managed um, using the bench. He didn't mention the possibility of being subbed out. Hmm. He sort of hinted at the, the the number 80 a couple of times in terms of minutes. Yep. Um, there's a chance he gets subbed out, but I, I would think uh, with the injuries, God, the way he explained it, was once the foot is warm and it's good to go, you can keep going. It's only once you stop. Um, that that then you can't really go again, which is... um, So I think once he's up and running and he's warmed up, I I don't think it'll be a major issue. If the pain flares up, he he might get subbed out. But I'd be expecting him to play a full game, um, albeit on probably lower time on ground than we're used to seeing from him.
1: That interview is on your Twitter feed right now, so listeners can go and watch that interview with Ryan uh, interviewing that Five tonight, so I highly recommend that. Uh, for sure. So let's get on to Geelong, their opponent on Saturday night. So Mitch Duncan out with a hamstring injury, while Joy Clark sideline with a foot stress injury. And for youngster, that is no good sign. So hopefully he recovers quite well.
0: Yeah, that's a shame. I only got the one game in there and he was the sub. So, you know, obviously it's a long game with these guys. You know, you want to get as many games into them as possible in their first year, but, you know, no one's expecting him to. Um, you know, to be a superstar in year one. So hopefully he can get that right and um, and get back out there.
1: Yeah, the one I want to mention here is Mitch Nevitt. So obviously Duncan Air can play a little bit of wing half back there as well. And he's coming back into defence, I would presume for uh, Geelong. Uh, he can play forward there as well. So uh, my thinking is that Nevitt might be actually a pretty decent selection. He's pretty low salary at the moment as well. So Might be one to do some investigation for listeners out there on Friday because, you know, he can score and he scored at a pretty decent clip there as well in his games this year. So it's just one to keep an eye out if you haven't had him on your radar already there as well. So he might benefit from that Duncan out there. So let's move on to Essendon and Richmond game here. So Will Setterfield so with a foot injury, no good for him. Jordan Ridley returns. For the Bombers there And I, I'd expect um, Ben Hobbs Have been quite bullish on what he's been doing at stoppages Even though he hasn't been in a stack of them But he, you know, his work around that ball And tested possessions and that has been quite excellent So I think he's going to be a bit of a beneficiary In this midfield here for the Bombers
0: Yeah, well the, the two that jump out of, The obvious one is Hobbs uh, Because he's such a quality player And he's, you know, he gets a chance to get some high reps The other one that is intriguing is Jai Caldwell. Does Mm. he make a little bit of a leap? And I think we called the settlefield thing last week, right? We said this, he's going to potentially get those numbers back up and he did. So there's plenty to go around. So yeah, the two that I'm watching are Hobbs and and Caldwell. And if you're on, if if either of them are on your waivers, which they might be, it's now's the week to grab them because if they pop, Um, they're going to be gone, you know, first thing next week. So if you want to take a shot at either of them, then now's the time to do it.
1: Yeah, and Darcy Parrish also sold on there as well. So there's a stack of midfield opportunities, centre-bounce opportunities there over the next few weeks for the Bombers there. So uh, a couple of players will be in there, that's for sure. I think we've pretty much got it covered on the Bombers there. So let's get on to Richmond. So Toby Nankervis returns while Jacob Hopper, unfortunately, misses through injury.
0: Yeah, Hopper keeps getting uh, banged up, doesn't he? It's good to see Nank back because they're a far better side with uh, Nank Curtis in there, and he was putting up some pretty big numbers. I think he was averaging 111 um, before he got injured, so that's massive numbers for a ruckman. I don't think he's going to continue that, but uh, they're a better side with him in it, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and Samson Ryan's got a pretty pretty decent go at it as well, so it's actually been a good sort of uh, learning level for Ryan in the opening part of the season for them, so Nank Uh, obviously provides that ruck support there for Richmond. So let's move on to Sunday. Just some extended squads here. I'll touch on a few names and I'll get back to you there. So Ned Reeves named, while Chad Wingard is sidelined for uh, the Hawks through a calf entry there. Campbell Chesser, I'll get back to you on the Eagles in a minute. So Campbell Chesser named in that 22. A lot of people would have him on their bench at the moment. So uh, Tom DeConning returns for Carlton at the ruck position, ruck forward there as well. Darcy Cameron named for Collingwood. Obviously, potentially a Cameron and Cox scenario in that ruck at this stage. On Sunday against Carlton, Toby Green has been named for the Giants. And a watch on Jack Steele, still obviously uh, for final teams there to come out Friday for the Saints, with his knee concerned last week. And for those who watched the footage, and I went back and had a look at through the week, he's lucky he didn't snap his leg. Like, his leg got caught and Sloan kicked his forty man. He could have easily snapped his leg, so... Hopefully is. he's OK and he gets up for this week, So, but very fortunate there as well. So firstly, what's happening in West Coast and touch on any one of those players I've just mentioned there as well.
0: Yeah, so West Coast, uh, my intel says that Noah Long's probably going to be the sub. Um, so if you've been hanging on to him for a little while, which a few people would have been, that's what I'm expecting for him this week. Um, I, I would expect Chester to play. He played Waffle last week. He was pretty good. Um, I mean, he's going to be ahead of True. Uh, Bazo's an interesting one because Darling's the player that came out. So if you want to replace height for height, then Bazo's closer. But Bazo's come off a couple of weeks missed with concussion, whereas um, whereas Chester's had the run in the wobble. So I would be expecting Chester to get that spot, um, and long to be the sub. Um, and whether or not Bazo comes in and replaces somebody else in terms of form, um, that would be it. But, yeah, that, that's what I'm expecting for West Coast. And on the other front, it's it seems like Sunday's teams are a bit more intriguing than they have been for a while. You mentioned Steele. There's also Darcy Cameron. He's going to do a test tomorrow to see if he's ready to go. Um, Toby Green, been named a couple of weeks, hasn't played, ready to go. Does, uh, is it Fahy or Fahey or however yeah, you say it? Yeah, it's yeah. like GWS. Yeah. or <laughs> Yeah, we're all desperately waiting for that bloke to play, and I think a few people could use that this week. I know I could. Um, so he's, it's going to be uh, a big watch on those late teams um, tomorrow afternoon to see what's there and even the late changes across the weekend.
1: Yeah, uh, Josh Fay uh, pretty much a Lockie Whitfield clone for me, so um, obviously watched a bit of his uh, underage stuff and just waiting for him to get his chance at AFL level. So it'll happen at some stage hopefully sooner rather than later. All right, Ryan, so where can we find uh, you this week and your regular spots?
0: Uh, Yeah, usual spots. Um, Twitter, Footy Rhino. Um, I'll be calling the Geelong Fremantle game from Optus on Triple M, so you'll be able to hear that, I think, over there um, this time. And, um, yeah, the newspaper and
1: all the other places. Yeah, just the usual spots. And you can find me at AFL Readings, Pete, on Twitter, AFL ratings. Uh, com dot au for a stack of fantasy intel and AFR ratings and associated Twitter accounts there as well. Bye, well, Ryan. Until Team Selection next week, have a great weekend and good luck to the listeners in round 10. Thank you, Pete. You
0: too.